Hello. We're glad to see you here. It's uh, Thursday. We've we've had a week. We hope you've had a good week. Uh, and that's all. That's all. See you later. <laughs> we'll see you next time. I bet you would too. <laughs> <laughs> so welcome to Talk Comics to me. I'm Shomp uh, Schompenstein. I'm Heather. And we're here to talk about comic books. We once again have pretty fat stacks. So, you know... We are raring and ready to go. Yeah, we're going to have a lot to talk about. Yeah, Heather. Okay. (laughs) Heather, you you go first. Okay. I just wanted to get my phone up, so if anybody did ever want to talk to us. We got you. You can answer. Okay. I have Money Shot. This is issue number 11. This is back after uh, quite a hiatus, and I'm not sure how I feel about it. Okay. So... With this new arc, then what's happening is one of the original members of the group ended up leaving, and so there's kind of like this hole that needs to be filled, so each issue is going to be them trying to recruit someone new. Hole to be filled. I didn't even mean to, but that was a good (laughs) pun. Um, So it has a new artist, and I'm not sure if like each issue is going to be different also with the new art, uh, but it's very slutty. Oh, yeah. That's and intense. I loved it. Um, the art is really great. Yeah, no, it's really cool. It's just, uh, it was, yeah, a completely different artist than what was mm-hmm. in the original series. So that was kind of weird uh, for that little change. But it's the same adventures that they're going on. A group of scientists going around the universe to fuck aliens for money. Um, I also, I got a naughty cover. I left it all the way over here. <laughs> Sorry. You know I love those naughty covers. This is the Jen Bartel cover. Oh yeah, no, I'm excited. I didn't get to see this actually. Yeah, this is gonna be a reveal. It's very cute and naughty, super naughty. So if your kids are watching, tell them to once again, please do not let your children watch us. Okay, so this is the front, right? <laughs> oh, and that's the back. So. There's a P right in the V. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's really, really graphic. <laughs> yeah, super graphic. That is way more graphic than I don't know why I was expecting. I know Jen Bartel does smutty stuff. It is, because it's, like, way out there. <laughs> no, I thought the same thing, because when I looked at it, I was like, oh, cute. It's just boobies. This is nice. And then I flipped around, and I was like, oh. <laughs> that's way more than I had signed up for, so... It's okay. Sometimes you just got a penis. Sometimes it's just the, the P and the V. But I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna stick with it. Yeah. Um, I course, still, it's course. the same writer, so I, I, I like what he's doing. I'm just weren't ready for it. Yeah, no, not at all. Because I was, it was done. Yeah. It was done, and I was chilled with it. I was like, that was a great ending, and now it's back. So. All right. I'm going to talk about this book that just made me cry at work. Uh, Barbalian. I hope I'm saying that right. I don't know. I feel like that's how you would say it. Uh, Red Planet. This book is about uh, Mark Mars, I believe was the character's name. It's a whole kind of take on Martian Manhunter. Yes, Mark Mars. Uh, This is... uh, Takes place during the AIDS crisis in a fictional fictional town. Uh... It's very heavy. It's very, very good. I can't 
say enough good things about it. I know it's from the Black Hammer universe, which I feel like is why maybe people didn't pick it up. Mm -hmm. Because it's something where you're like, I don't know anything about this person. Well, how can I enter this? You don't have to know anything. You can just read it. Uh, But yes, I cried very hard. This story is very, very good. Um, As a queer person, it was just kind of nice to see on paper, even though it's still like about the AIDS crisis. It's obviously a heavy subject, and obviously there is, you know, death in here. So it's one of those things where, you know, maybe we don't necessarily want or need another sad story, but I I still liked it. I'm also a sucker for sad stories. But I will read the quick afterward just to, like, give you kind of a, a glimpse into this. Actually, this whole af- afterward, I, I read the book and cried. I was like, okay, bad time. I just had a bad time, good time. Because it does end on a very, like, I don't know, you know, positive note. And I read the afterword, and the afterword also just made me just, like, burst into tears. I know I'm a big baby, and I cry a lot when reading comics. But I don't know. There's just something very, very, very good about this. The art was beautiful. The colors were great. Uh, the lettering was also, like, amazing. I loved, like, the differencing and lettering between, like, I like the Martian lettering quite a bit. Mm -hmm. And then between, like, the actual human lettering, uh, was really great. And yeah, once again, art, beautiful. Uh, but here, a little afterward by the writer, uh, he said the AIDS crisis never ended. As soon as a viable treatment became available for white, affluent, affluent cisgender world HIV moves south. The disease continues to afflict sub-Sahara Africa, intravenous drug users, sex workers, and people of color at alarming rates, especially black men who sleep with men. We have the antivirals. We understand that undetectable equals untransmittable, yet the AIDS crisis will not end until we've ended it everywhere for everyone. And he says, I just wanted to make that clear. And then he just talks about how, like, he never thought he was going to get this story made um, and how much it, like, meant to him and, you know, speaks about the people who, like, helped us get to these movements, you know, Stonewall, uh, Marsha P. Johnson, Sylvia Rivera, just, like, all these people that have made such a big difference in queer lives. Uh, And then lastly, I just think, you know, this is a big part of the book, but uh, he just says, because we will never stop fighting. And I think that's a very just, like, cool thing. So that's all I gotta say. You did it! I did it! it. (laughs) Just barely. I didn't say anything because I didn't want to spoil it. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's it's a really powerful book, and I... I, I hope that everybody goes out and picks up the trade because I, I think it's worth it. I think it's 100% worth it. Okay, little dude. All right, so let's talk about a shitty book. Yeah, moving on. This is Strange Adventures. This is issue number 10. And I don't, I don't want to say shitty. That's not very nice of me. I, it's just a book I don't personally enjoy. Uh, so we're kind of heading into the climax, and you get... You're getting, like, the big reveal this issue about, like, what's been going on? Um, you get it. You get it. It's, I think if you've been reading this book and been trying to figure out anything at all, you will kind of see where this is going to go. I think there was one little piece of it you were unsure of, 
but the one piece you knew was definitely the truth. It's, um, I, I, like we always say, you know, the art in this is worth looking at. Yeah. Um, the art's absolutely incredible. I just wanted to point out this, this page. I did love that page Yeah, I love it. The way that he can draw emotions. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's, the art is just beautiful. Um, story's all right. (laughs) Yeah, story, I mean. Story's all right. If all right can, I I don't want to say it's all right. It's all right. (laughs) Okay. It's it's all right. It's okay. Everything. Everything's okay. I've definitely read better mysteries. That's, that is for sure. Yes. Same. I thought that said, hey tits. I was like, hey tits. I was looking at it and I was like, did Derek just say hey tits? Hey, hey Derek. I would have preferred that. What's up, dude? Okay. Derek, um, you just missed me talking about Barbalian. You missed it. All of it. Guess we're just gonna have to talk in real life. <laughs> um, I have Black Widow. This is issue number seven. Um, this is them training their new assassin who's a new character in the last issue which is why everyone was freaking out about Mm -hmm. it um what is her name stupid first appearances i can't remember what her name is gosh darn it i don't think you could remember the first time they introduced her either no i really can't i remember the other day when i was telling someone about it but now i can't remember (laughs) um anyway yeah so natasha and yelena yelena why did that not sound right? They're, You're the one reading the book, they, my dude. <laughs> they saved this girl um, from being the bad people who was just... She was... <laughs> from working with the bad guys. She was doing it just because it gave her a little bit of money and some security and stuff. But she's not actually a bad person. So Natasha recognized that and that she had a particular set of skills so they recruit her and they're training her while also trying to learn information about the the group of bad guys that she was a part of um she has because she was with this group she has been gaining some sort of powers that she'd never had before so they're also trying to get to the bottom of that like why is that a part of it um art beautiful absolutely love it look at this page yeah, no, the art, every time you flip through that book, I, that's why I'm always just like, mm-hmm, yeah. Whatever it's, you're saying, it's probably good. It looks great. so good, yeah. It's Like, the colors, too, are just yeah. so good. Who does the colors on that book? Um, Jordy, right? I, I, I'm saying that you. to myself. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. Jordy. It's like, Heather, I don't know. Yes, yes color artists, but the inkers are Alina Cascrande as well, and Elisabetta Diamico? Diamico? Anyway, Black Widow, number seven. <laughs> it's, uh, I, I love this. It's stupid how much I love it. Okay. Uh, I have Something is Killing the Children, number six, 16. Damn, dude. What? This book is just flying by. Has it been that long? I didn't think so. Oh. It must. I'm, this is issue 16 still. Uh, this is the end of all of the stuff from the first part of the story. And this starts into Erica's backstory and how she became um, into, or got into, sorry, uh, the House of Slaughter and became a monster hunter and how she, like, 
how she started, basically. So if you've ever been interested in this story, you can literally pick up here and probably read forward and go back backtrack if you'd like. I would assume that's possible. I, it's so good still though. I just absolutely love this issue. Like, I like Erica's character quite a bit, and they introduce like her mentor, uh, whose name I obviously will not be able to remember right now. We're bad with names. Uh-huh. Give us a break. <laughs> and you can kind of see like where she gets her personality from. I just this book is so good, and it's just violent and. I don't know. There's been just, like, a great story unraveling, and I can't... It's weird because, you know, sometimes by this point, especially, like, in horror books, like, 16 issues in, it might fail. Yeah, because it's hard to carry on a story for that long mm-hmm. and still have it be interesting. Well, and especially when it's, like, about monsters. Right, right. Like, not about, like, I don't know. I guess something supernatural, but, like, even then, like, it's, uh... Because usually, like, when they do it like that, each arc is, like, a different story Mm -hmm. with, like, the same kind of Well, and that's why it's, like, hard to... I almost said the end of the first story arc, but it's really just, like, the end of the, like, overarching story that began, like, something is killing the children. Mm -hmm. And now it's, like, okay, well, here's this whole other aspect of it. And I think, I don't know, also in, like, a horror movie-esque sort of way where you're just, like, given the middle and then they're like oh well then we, let's go back here right or like let's go up here like it has the ability to traverse either way uh, it's not like beauty <laughs> not like beauty all right you ready Derek. yeah i'm ready okay we both have alien this is oh go ahead issue number three um we both really just don't have feelings about this no i actually only got this issue because i thought the cover was really really cool like literally that was that was it um that is the real answer but i read this issue kind of hoping that it would be better and it is not better it is just kind of a mediocre alien story and i thought it had the potential to be more than that I don't know. I also think that well, I just I'm I'm sorry. I just don't like the art. I truly do not. And it's I think so strange. And the art is like what really takes me out of it. It's just I don't know. It's really unfortunate because I really want to like it. Even the big reveal was stupid. I hated it. I know. I went. I did this. Yeah. <laughs> I basically <laughs> did the same thing. I was like, well, why? Of course, though. Like, why? But of course, it was. It was all right. It was all right, yeah. Everything's I mean, okay. I think, I guess, if you like, if you're an alien fan, maybe worth picking up. If you I, really want to do that to yourself. Yeah, but as a big alien fan, I I don't like it that much. I'm a mediocre alien fan, and I don't like it that much. So, that's all I gotta say about that. That's that's all we're going to say. These aren't even guns. <laughs> That's good. Okay. Um, yes, it is my turn. Yeah. <laughs> I have a Dragon Age Dark Fortress. This is issue number three. This is the last one of this cute little um, um, trio. What is it called when it's three books? What is the term for that? Derek, please help us out. Um, they are tri-series. The, the tri-series. 
Yeah, the Tri-Series tops. <laughs> okay, so anyway, this is this just finishes off this little arc of the overall story. Um, there's a lot of stuff that happens in there that I'm very excited about. It ends with um, a reveal. You don't understand this. Yeah, I say, okay, is, cool. This was literally what happened in Trespasser, which was the DLC for Dragon Age Inquisition. If you awesome. know, then you know. Awesome. Awesome. Cool. Um, but Sir Aaron died, who has been with us from the very beginning of these Dragon Age stories, and he tells a cute little story real quick about King Alistair, who, as you know, as you should know, if you don't, he is my favorite character in the entire series, and I would marry him in a heartbeat. Yes. Um, but yeah, I just thought that was very nice. They, they defeat the bad guys, and then they are greeted by another person who ends up being the bad guy in Dragon Age Inquisition. That's all I'm going to tell you, because I don't want to spoil it for anyone. I don't care. Um, Solus. It's Solus. Solus shows up at the end, and he's like, he's watching it all through the mirrors. So... I'm excited to see what they have next, um, but I think they might be waiting for the, the fourth video game to come out, because that's, yeah, that would be what the story would take off from. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That kind of sucks. Um, it does, but at the same time, that would be really cool, mm-hmm. um, because, yeah, the, the fourth Dragon Age is supposed to be what happens, like, after Trespasser and stuff, because Solus is like, give me that, and then just, like, leaves and just destroys everything. He's an old god, dude. <laughs> okay. I have I Breathe the Body. This is issue number five. This is the final issue. Did he breathe the body? No. No? I mean... This book, book is weird. There's a lot of stuff going on. Um, I actually want to go back and read it again as a whole, just because I feel like... Trilogy. Yeah, a trilogy is... That's what it is. Okay. Uh, this is a quad... Queen, queen it's, trilogy. It's a queen. queen. <laughs> uh, so, just like, this very much focuses, focuses on social media and how you give up part of yourself for others. Uh, it's just, it's very, very weird, very wild. I had a really good time. I do, like I said, once again, I kind of want to just, like, go back and read it as a whole just so I can, like, kind of pick up on things a little bit more. Because I feel like reading it between books and then month to month really, like, makes it See, a little bit harder, especially with, like, Zach Thompson books because he does weave so much thought into what he's saying and, mm-hmm. like, tries to make it, you know, within the story without, like, being very, like, heavy-handed in saying it. Like, yes and no. You know what I'm saying? Oh, absolutely. That's, like, most of his books that I've gotten, I've had to read through trade. And just for that reason. Um, like, what was that last one that we read? Uh, Lonely, Lonely Receiver. Lonely Receiver, yeah. I think that was the only one that I'd read, like, issue to issue, and it was, like, kind of confusing to me, mm-hmm. but every other story that I've read of his has been, like, through trade, and it's been awesome. Yeah, no, I, like, I really love the stories he's telling, especially, like, you know, I love weird horror stories, so it's cool to have, like, stories like this in comic form for you, rather than, like, in movie form, because mm-hmm. usually these types of movies come off just, like, so terrible. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it's, like... 
I think it's best to have it done through like this art and like the colors this way rather than like I don't know I just really like it I have a good time I had a good time just like weird fungal horror fungal horror I love that also you said five books right yeah Cinco <laughs> yes Quad is four right yeah that's what that's why I went keen say oh okay I just kept thinking of Cinco from Arrested Development and, and one that's five in Spanish yeah yeah so you know I know something okay anyway okay. uh now we have Haha. Ha. This is issue number five. There's only one more issue of this, and I'm really disappointed. And I wish I had gotten picked up to go ongoing. Yeah. Um. This is this one made me cry. Yeah, that one did make you cry. I I cried at work yesterday. Oh, issue after number six this. doesn't come out till July fourteenth. Good. I have more time to cry. Um. Okay. So this one, you know, Haha. Ha, the series is about clowns, which I love. Um, this issue in particular is about an old woman who is a part of a... Oh, hold on. You gotta say, it's written by the same author, or W. Maxwell Prince, but each issue is done by a different artist. And this one is done by Gabriel H. Walta, who also did the art for Barbelian. Oh. We usually mention, like, who does the art. I just wanted to... I never did, so... Yeah, it's an anthology. If you didn't know, each one is a different story of a different clown. So this one is about an old woman who was uh, a clown in a traveling circus with her friends. And she now lives by herself in this home, in this town, and she is very bitter. Very bitter. I don't really want to, like, give too much away about it because it's like, I do think that you everyone should read this series because it's like it's a horror it masks itself as like a horror series but i think that's just because ice cream man is horror and it's Mm. the same kind of like setup but a lot of these are just a almost like coming of age stories they're just like this is where life will take you Mm -hmm. they're they're very and they just happen to be clowns yeah and that also probably could be why automatically I'm like oh yeah the horror series it's because clowns are no longer something that are funny to people they're Mm -hmm. always like in a horror setting so this one was not a horror story at all it was sad it really bummed me out but like in a really good way well and I feel like that's how like a lot of Prince's books like are like because even Ice Cream Man as a horror series it's still just like well this sometimes it's just like this is just like depressing yeah like this is just like real life depressing shit and I guess like yeah horror the horrors of real life yeah like they that fucking sucks it's a they're very realistic stories and I think that's what's scary about them. <laughs> um, but this one, the narration in it is, is I think, what got me the mm-hmm. most. Um, it, this issue is called Pound Foolish Makes a Casserole. And she is narrating how to make the perfect casserole while everything is going on around her. And you kind of figure out how she got to where she is. And it's just... Yeah, it's, a, it's super good. And I feel, yeah, every issue has been very, very solid. Which is, like I said, I'm kind of sad that... It, and won't be an ongoing series because it's just like I I would read way more of these like oh my god that got me all teary <laughs> I just flipped to the last page I'm sorry guys oh my god I love it I really I wish there was gonna be more I think that for all of the like limited series this is one that I'm like most sad about 
ending. Yeah. No, I don't disagree. Just because it's been... Oh, it's been good. I love clowns. Yeah, I know. <laughs> okay. Okay, now we have The Witcher. This is issue number one. This is The Witch's Lament. And... There's boobs in here. Boobs. There's boobs, and there's a whole lot of fucking, too. Yeah, and that was pretty great. Uh, that That is actually why I started playing The Witcher, is because I was like, I you just want to... to bang. I just want to... Yeah, and once again, bang the wrong person. Yeah, sounds... You know, classic champ. <laughs> um. Except for now, in real life. Uh, but yeah, that is why I started playing The Witcher game, and why Chris tried to convince me to play it for so long. He's like, there's banging in that game. Yeah. Yeah. And then I finally did play it, and I was like, there is banging in that game. There's and banging in the game. I remember I could not wait to get to that. I was like, all right, let's do this quest. Let's do this one. Let's learn where's the babes. <laughs> the entire time, that was what was going through my head. Anyway, um, this is him hunting witches. Yeah, I would say hunting witches, finding, finding lost people, figuring out who's, like, really playing the game. Yeah. I ended up getting multiple covers of this, um, and I'm just going to share it. So this is the first one. Y'all know I love The Witcher. And then these were the other two. They were both pretty cool, or all of them were pretty cool. Um, I just thought it would be cute to share. Classic Witcher story. Uh, oh, it's you. My turn. Um, okay, so I have sh uh, Shadow Service. <laughs> I was like, what is it called? As issue number eight, I honestly think I'm going to drop this, not because I don't like it, it's just, I just, I just don't have an interest for it anymore. Uh, this issue in particular was pretty cool, um, just the idea of it, the main character, Gina, <laughs> eight issues in and I could still never remember her name, um, she's been captured, her and the guy that she's been working with, um, Gideon, I believe is what his name was. Giles? Something weird like that. Um, Giles? <laughs> Quill. Gideon Quill. It was Gideon. Okay. Um, it's the guy that she had been working for doing like a bunch of supernatural stuff. Um, he and her both end up getting caught by this person he was trying to take down and he gets killed and she is being held prisoner by this person and she is continually killed and brought back and killed and brought back and every time she's brought back she doesn't remember dying okay so every time she wakes up she thinks it's her actually waking up but every time she dies she ends up back to where quill is and so they have to have the okay. conversation over and over again like this issue like i said was like really cool it goes through a montage of like different ways that she is killed which i thought was pretty interesting where is it? Where? There we go. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, no, I like when you had this open earlier. It's, yeah. It's good splash. It's, uh, you know, it's really, really interesting, but I just don't... I think I might finish out the arc and then probably end it because I just don't know what else they could do with it because they killed Gideon, who, of course, like, was my favorite. Mm -hmm. The morally gray character. Um... But it's not bad. It's definitely not bad. I'm just, like, kind of over it. Yeah. I mean, when you're reading so many comics, mm -hmm. I think it's, like, you have to really kind of choose, pick and choose, and delete. Yeah, that's, like, the hard thing I have, like, because I feel like for several weeks I've been like, oh, yeah, no, this is a solid set of group groups, solid set of books. <laughs> Even last week were some of my books and I was like you know meh on I still mm -hmm. enjoyed every single one of them. right it's all it's the worst like I hate having good taste because I never have a bad book <laughs> how do 
How did they do this to us? How did God bless us with this beautiful taste and these beautiful faces? We'll never know. Uh, okay, so I have Beta Ray Bill. This is issue number three. Um, What's just, Beta getting up to? He is looking for a new weapon in Helheim, right? That's what it's called? Or I don't think this is where they're actually at. Sorry. Messelheim. 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 Where is it? Right there. Right there. Um, yeah, I think you said that, right? Messelheim? Yeah. So anyway. (laughs) Sorry. I've never heard of that land. That doesn't exist. The ship came to life. Uh, I just, I love it so much. It's so good. They're just like a lot of fun. Also just like weirdly serious. Also, there's this, like, uh, onomatopoeia that says transform really large, and I thought it was going to say transgender. I thought it was going to say <laughs> trans rights. Like, that's what I, I was like, hell yeah. Yeah, so anyway, that's not what it says, but, you know, our brains go elsewhere. But yeah, it would be sick to see that, like, we're going to do that. Yeah, we're going to do that. Yeah, we're going to make that, that fun. Be like, hey, can somebody, like, do this? Anyway, great book. Don't, it's like supposed to be a King in Black spinoff, but don't have to read King in Black to know what's going on there, and really don't really have to know anything about Beta Ray Bill to like get into it. The shadow on that video on my neck looks like I've been strangled, and I was like, oh my god, am I bruised? It's just because of my chin. Oh. <laughs> okay, um, so this is Batman Detective, this is... Issue number 1036. Uh, Champ did not read this one, so we're not going to go too into it, but... um, I'm sorry, I failed everybody. No, it's okay. You can't please us every week. The penguin looks so sick. I know, no, this this issue is so good. good. Like, look at... Oh my god. I just posted that on my Instagram. Because Dan Mora is just a beaut. Um, Anyway, this story is just fantastic you know i don't know if i would enjoy it had this team not been on it but it's basically you know the art team or yeah yeah like because i like the story just fine but it's i'm in love with dan mora oh and adia adia oh yeah yeah um there's a book that i'm getting i'm trying to it's a, a loki book but Vita is on it. Okay. I'll have to figure it out because Wendy just ordered it for me because um, I didn't order it for myself. So Wendy was like, I'll just get it. Nice of her. (laughs) Because I didn't even notice it, but Vita is the one uh, writing it, I believe. I'll have to figure it out. Um, Anyway, the the murder of the the town's sweetheart, I forgot what her name was, you know, Sarah Worth. Um, She dies... It previously and so Bruce is apparently one of the main suspects because of where he was found at the time um it's just it's really good and then the second half is the uh huntress, huntress yeah. yes the huntress story which our, is also our, it looks great yeah no it's this one it was really really fantastic she's investigating the the death of a woman that she had previously become friends with um to keep her you know trying to keep her safe and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. And she ends up dying anyway. So she's just investigating that, trying to all figure right. it out. Um, very sweet. 
Okay. All right, you got it. You got this. Those hand marks? No, that's part of the art. Okay. This is The Goddamned. The Virgin Brides this is issue number five. This is the last one. They are taking down the women who are sacrificing these virgins to their gods and trying to leave the mountain. Uh, they have worked out, well, not they, um, jail, jail, no, 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 jail's the redhead, uh, Sherry. Sherry's the one who was supposed to be getting married. She's the one who started mm -hmm, her period mm -hmm. and was just like, yes, yes. Um, I did, she, I did read that first. Yeah, issue. you I did, remember. you did. Um, second issue too. She strikes up a bargain with a snake in one of the previous issues. It doesn't really go into what the bargain is, and you find out everything here. And all sorts of crazy stuff happens. Cool. Yeah. I'm into it. This, uh, this ending was super sick. Very sad, though, at the same time. Um, I, there's, like, a weird twist at the end where she's like, you all can leave, you can do whatever you want, and then they're pissed. Because she just destroyed everything mm -hmm. that they had ever known. Yeah. And they obviously think that she's wrong, and I just, I like that realistic twist, and then I, like, you know, like, years later, she's still there. Yeah, but still. But, like, a badass. So, yeah, overall, I think this story was probably three out of five popcorns. Alright. Not got bad. A, got over that hump of, like, that first yeah. issue. Yeah, overall, like, if you were to read the story, like, all together, it's entertaining okay. i just don't really like god so stories about god just like oh yeah no i get it yeah yeah me and him we do not click okay <laughs> i got bitterroot this is issue number 13 i don't really have a lot to say once again because it's just pretty deep into the story and the story is like exactly what it is and it's so fucking good but this like kind of time hops between the future and the past, like, the past few months and the past few years. And kind of starting this war uh, that is going on between the these groups of people and this evil that's been, like, like fucking with them for so long. And it's kind of like one of those things where... Uh, the new leader has to bring everybody together, like every single different person. And I don't know, it's, it's, it's really, it's, I love this story quite a bit. It, it's like one of those things where I feel like when I describe it to people, I just sound fucking dumb. Like I just sound stupid and I don't, I don't like it because it's just like, it's just it's, hard to explain. And it's like, hard, yeah, and it's hard to explain. And I think it's hard to like suggest to people because you come off. like, suggesting things that you don't necessarily know about, you know? Oh, I, I know. Like, you're I, just I, su suggesting incognito to too many people. Like, that sort of thing. It's how I feel whenever I try to, like, tell people about this one, because I'm just like, how do you explain it? it, it yeah. You, you just should read it. Like, it's just really good. Yeah, and I just, like, and I feel like with, with the way it deals with racism, too, like, I, I don't know. It's just, it's an interesting book. I think it's definitely worth picking up. I do love, like, the depth of what it does with, like, the story it has and the way it introduces, like, the evil that infects, it, infects your life, like, via sadness, hatred, you know, like, all of these things. And the art is so good. It's just... You also learn a lot from it, too. Yeah, like, no, it exactly. It has a lot of, it like, historical Yeah, exactly. It. 
Like, that Red Summer fucking book. Mm -hmm. It's just, like, it's... It's a good book, and like I said, it's just, like, it's hard to explain without coming off, like, a fucking ignorant, like, ignorant and stupid, mm. and just, like, no, I'm trying, I'm trying to, I don't think you need to read this book, I, like, I want you to, because it is, like, literally an interesting story, and it's good, and I don't, I don't know, I like it a lot, and I, I like, up to this, like, you know, 13, I still really enjoy it, and I like like, the kind of turn it took after, like, the kind of first story arc it mm-hmm. had. Okay. Sorry. Okay. No, that's good. It's good. You did it. <laughs> I tried. Okay, so I have depart- where we have. We. My bad. My bad. We. We have Department of Truth number nine. It's number nine. Cole is still talking with Hawk. Hawk's letting him in on some magic. I loved this issue so much and how crazy people get oh yeah oh yeah when it comes to their own interpretations of shit that's one of my favorite things and so i think that's why i liked this so much was like i don't know the whole satanism aspect and then just like this reminded me a lot of like sociology yeah like because this is you know, as I'm taking more classes and stuff, and especially sociology classes, a lot of, like, how we shape our world is based on our own ideas and, like, you know, the different, like, social constructs we've made or, like, social institutions we've made. So it's, like, you know, I think I think that's why this book might be so frightening to me because, and, like, propaganda is so frightening because it is just, like, you know, so entrenched in our lives that at some point, like, it's hard to see, like, the baseline. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like gender. Like, you know, it's one of those things that's just been there. So once you start, like, how do you, like, take the gravel out from somebody? Or how do you, like, keep it there? Right. It's a, and do we really think for ourselves? Yeah, no, there's so many questions yeah. posed. It's a very, like, am I a unique individual like I tell everyone <laughs> I am? It's a very interesting story, and I do love the way it just, like, I don't know, it just fucks with your brain so It takes so all of my well. insecurities <laughs> and my fears and it puts them in a book and makes me read them <laughs> in the context that has nothing to do with me. And I'm by the end just like, damn dude, okay, I guess I'll think about my life. Yeah, and I, like, it just, it does such a good job. Like, yeah, it does, like, so the good. art, and the art would almost feel like, I feel like not as good in another story. Mm-hmm. But it, it's just such a perfect, it's such a perfect little book. It's, uh, cause there's a lot of, like, hidden meaning and depth in the art that they do themselves. Mm-hmm. Like, that, it, that in itself is a story, which yeah. I think is very fascinating. Like, in the last issue especially, how they did the layering of, yeah. like, the Oh, yeah, that shit was shit. wild. Yeah. yeah. It's so or, good. Or, like, that one issue where the, like, it crossed, like, it did the thing across, like, mm-hmm. those few different mm-hmm. pages. Like, it's just, they look, I like, love this, like, kind yeah. of, like mosaic-ish like I was gonna say this looks like collages and shit that I used to make when I was little and that is the witch's alphabet like that's fucking crazy it's so good it's so good (laughs) all right um this is oh I thought you had a a man among me I was I confused myself (laughs) because I thought I did too and I was just like when did I get this (laughs) and then I was like yeah this is the book this is Helm Greycastle I'm not going to lie to you. I'm going to be real with you, my friends. I have no idea what is happening in this book. I have no idea who any of these characters are. I have no idea what the plot of this story is. I 
don't know anything about it. I know that the name Helm Greycastle is uh, one of the characters in here. I don't know why he gets to be the star of the show. <laughs> when okay. the little white thing is way more interesting. It's got some abs. Yeah! That's a Prince Badge. Dragon Blood of Balfarn. It's the last of his kind. Um, honestly, I have no idea what's going on. Um, so I'm not even going to try to explain it to you. I am going to be taking this off of my poll. Um, which bums me out because I really did want to support this creator just because I like, I like the idea of the song. Mm -hmm. I like all of the information and stuff that's included in the back. There's a lot of very, very cool facts. Um, but yeah, I just don't, I just don't get it. I tried so hard to, I tried really hard to understand what was going on. It does teach you, um, like words and stuff in here. Let me see here. Show me where the words are. Well, of course, no, I'm not going to be able to find it. Um, it teaches you... Oh, my God. I just want... There. Nahuatl? I believe it just teaches you different words from, yeah. that, from that language. So I thought that was really cool, but I just, again, I have no idea what's going on. Whoa. Sorry. Alright, so I have Made in Korea. This is issue number one. Um, really like this book a lot. It's an interesting story. I think it could come off bad because it feels a little AI. -y. Okay. Just because it is about people adopting children who are artificial intelligence. But there is also a whole another backstory of like another level to it. But I'm excited. It's really good. The art's really great. I'm the story is very intriguing. And then there's like a little like extra story that's like by the AI. You know, that's like showing an AI's life and it's cute. I, I like the colors and stuff for that. You've, I mean, you know, the, like I said, the art and the colors are really great. Yeah. This, like I said, the story is really, really interesting. It's just, I need to see, I need to see the next issue so I have like a more full idea because I, al I also get it, but there's an added layer to it that mm -hmm. I, I want to fully understand. You want to comprehend the plot. Yeah. The book. It, the book. Yeah, exactly. Book. But from where I'm standing right now, I think it's going to be great. It's, I think, a mini series, like six issues. So. Well, you're sitting for one. Okay. Now we have X-Men. This is issue number 20. There's been some heat on this book on all different ends. It's so hot right now. <laughs> um, I will say I feel like, once again, this is kind of something that was predictable. Yeah, but what I was not predicting was how many shots of Forge's abs we got, and I was <laughs> pleased by that. Um, Mystique goes on her little mission to try to destroy the uh, Orcus mm -hmm. station where Nimrod was first born. She fails, and Nimrod is born, and she fucked up. I mean, she didn't fuck up, but... Well, I'm just saying, based off of those double chins, they made it seem like she was the one who fucked up. Well, we we know that she didn't fuck right. up. Right. No, 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 no. She did what she could. Uh, yeah. Just very... I cannot with this. Just... 
I, ugh. I mainly just, uh, I don't know, Charles and Magneto are assholes. It kind of just makes you want to see Krakoa burn to the ground. Not necessarily like Krakoa, but at least Charles and Magneto. I, I mean, I do agree. I would say I would be very bummed out if Magneto went, though. I get, I get why. I mean, I wouldn't at this I point. Love I love Magneto. I don't care. I, like, I don't, after this issue, I don't care, like, if either of them die or both of them die. It's completely justified. No, I mean, like, I w- it, it would be justified and I would get it. But the, the younger part of me that was, like, absolutely in love with him when I was little, I'd be like, oh, man. It's just. But I, I get it. Yeah. I, I get it. Because um, I am very upset with him right now. Yeah, I just... Uh, well, I've never liked Charles, though, so that... I'm just like, <laughs> whatever, you can burn for all I care. I mean, both of them are manipulative yeah. and shitty, so it doesn't help. Right. Uh, I mean, just a lot of people have been very upset about, like, the lesbian representation in these books, and I think they were just, like, really hoping... Like, they, people are really hoping that, you know... But who's th- to say th- Mystique won't do it herself? Yeah, I know. I think it's just one of those things, too, like, as a story aspect. And, you know, it's kind of been across the X line, not mm-hmm. so much as, like, just in this particular book, but in books, like, you know, not either of us are necessarily reading. And I think it's, like, just very disappointing to people. Also, you know, just, like, no trans representation, like, within any Marvel book, but... It just, it's one of those things where, yeah, I, I can agree and I understand and I don't, I would never disagree with somebody on, like, that sort of, like, statement, especially, like, representational-wise, and I can understand the frustration here, especially when it's just, like, driven for plot when you could make it almost anyone else. Right. Like, I don't know. It's, uh, once again, I just felt like this was predictable so something we we all knew was like coming because it's like leading up to the events that are yeah and it's like built into the story itself yeah like it's just like so entrenched in house and powers they've mentioned it a few times across these x books like it's just well because what would have happened if she succeeded i don't and i wonder and you have to wonder too like did they know she was going to fail? Yeah, I feel like that's why they sent her on that, mi- or, like, allowed her to go, mm-hmm. is because they knew that she wasn't going to be able to do it, regardless of what Forge made. Like, it just wasn't going to work out. Yeah, so, I don't know, this shows how shitty dudes are. Uh-huh. Dudes, white dudes in power. Let me <laughs> be in power. Let's elect Joe Biden one more time, just in oh, case. Oh, please. Ugh. <laughs> All right, so we're done. We did it. We did it. We read yeah. all of our books this week. I read all mine on time again. I'm very proud of you. Yeah, thank you. I, I've I been on top of that. Oh, that's a lie. I didn't finish all my books. I also got the other history of the DC universe. Oh yeah, I forgot you got that. Um, I didn't finish reading it, which is why I didn't bring mm. it. Um, and I also forgot to get a bag and board, so I didn't want to like put it in my bag. Anyway, it's good. That's it. <laughs> that's all, all right. I got for you. <laughs> Alright, so go support your local libraries, support your comic book shops, support your friends. We love you. We'll see you next time. Next week. I have eight books next week, so. How are we going to do this?